What is up is that let's summarize my and not alpha in the gmails. We're gonna talk about NADU. NAD is that anti-aging chemical that everyone is freaking out about and supplementing NMN and MR and all of these things to help to boost their NAD levels to help to prevent aging and make them more healthy. So let's look at NAD and testosterone. Can that actually have a favorable effect on your testosterone? And should you even be considering using something like NMN or NR as your primary source for NAD? Let's dive in. All right, NAD on testosterone, link will be in the description for this article. Again, a fantastic cover image by my wife. And uh, all right, so NAD, let me scroll down. So stereogenic enzymes use NAD. This is the first clue that NAD can help to increase testosterone because the stereogenic enzymes uses them. At least three that's been studied. We got three beta HSD. We got the CYP450CC and the 17 beta HSD3. So basically, it's the first enzyme that converts pregnenolone to, uh, sorry, cholesterol to pregnenolone. This side cleavage enzyme uh, uses NAD. The other one is 3-beta uh, HSD, which is which is this one in the middle that converts pregnenolone to progesterone, uh, DHEA to androstenedione, androstenediol to testosterone, and then the last one was this 17-beta HSD3, which converts androstenedione into testosterone or DHEA into androstenediol. diol. So most of the enzymes that's involved with this stereogenic process requires NAD. And even the conversion of testosterone to DHT requires NADPH as a cofactor, and NADPH is created from NAD. Right, so the three enzymes uses NAD. So let's see if there is evidence, more direct evidence, to see if NAD can boost testosterone. So this was quite fascinating, is that BPA can displace NAD and lower testosterone. So um, BPA is an endocrine-disrupting chemical, and it lowers testosterone by inhibiting the stereogenic enzymes um, that create testosterone. So BPA competes with NAD as a cofactor at various stereogenic enzymes, such as 3-beta-HSD, thus preventing proper uh, conversion. So if you don't have enough NAD to help the enzyme to work, you're going to get a drop in testosterone. All right, next one, let's look at the niacin supplementation on testosterone. So they gave rats low dose, low dose, because that's what animal studies all consist of. They never use low dose, but they use low dose, which is equivalent to 13 grams for a 100 kilogram guy. It almost doubled their testosterone. So here you can see like the niacin low dose, niacin high dose. And so the low dose had the biggest effect on their testosterone, like almost double their testosterone from the healthy controls. So, so niacin at low dose can help to increase your testosterone. And um, so then we look at niacinamide on testosterone and it's been shown the same thing. If you look at this graph, the bigger the dose of niacinamide use, uh, the more it increased NAD, but it seems like the 400 milligrams per kilogram had the, there was kind of like a cap on how effective it was. So the 400 milligrams per kilogram increase NAD the most, and you can see testosterone correlated with the increase in NAD. So as NAD went up, so went testosterone. LH as well, and FSH as well. So there seems to be a correlation between NAD and testosterone, or at least when you supplement niacinamide and testosterone. But the dose, again, that they used was like, it would roughly be 6 grams for a 100 kilogram guy, right? So the 400 milligrams would translate to roughly 6 uh, 6.5 grams for a 100 kilogram guy. So the most effective dose would be six. Half that would be three grams, and you would probably still get a boost in testosterone, but not as good as the six um, gram dose. So let us look at depleting NAD 
on testosterone. So this was quite interesting. Not the best study of them all, but, uh, you know, let's just roll with it. So basically, they inhibited the conversion of a tryptophan into NAD. Or, um, so these mice, they weren't able to create their own B3 from tryptophan. So they basically couldn't make their own NAD. And so this is what happened. So compared to the group that got the B3, both groups had the same level of testosterone. So uh, despite not being able to make it and despite supplementing it, basically there wasn't a, a change in um, testosterone levels. And depleting NAD didn't lower testosterone, at least in this study. As I mentioned, it was not the best study of them all, but maybe it could give us some, some insight. And uh, the NAD-depleted mice had very shrunken testes and they became infertile over time, despite having normal testosterone. So that was quite interesting. And the reason why this happened is because uh, retinol started to build up. So retinol is extremely important for fertility and testosterone production. It needs to be converted to retinol and retinoic acid. And by the enzyme retinol dehydrogenase, which is NAD-dependent. Right? So without enough NAD, you can't activate your vitamin A so you, your fertility basically starts to suffer and ultimately your testosterone. So the whole point is that you need NAD for testosterone. Your sterogenic enzymes use it. So if you don't have enough, you won't be able to produce enough testosterone and your fertility will also start to suffer. But the whole point is that it's not just niacinamide or vitamin B3 or NAD because everything works together in synergy. You need all of the vitamins and minerals they interact. So one of the clues is that NAD helps with the activation of retinol. So that's important. So it's not just a, about just supplementing niacinamide to increase testosterone. You want to be eating a diet that contains all of the micronutrients. That's going to be most helpful for increasing your testosterone. So point being, NAD is important, but you don't necessarily need NMN or NR to do it as long as you can get a boost in NAD. And niacinamide actually is quite effective at boosting NAD. And it's one of the cheapest ones out there. And the way I like to use niacinamide is when you combine in one-to-one -one ratio niacinamide with betaine, because niacinamide can start to deplete your methyl donors, so that's why you add betaine to prevent that from happening. But if you use small doses, like 100 milligrams or so, you don't really need the betaine. Just add in a couple of eggs and should help to prevent that. And But the more you use of niacinamide, the more you will need to use betaine. And higher doses of niacinamide can have a lot of benefits, like helping with sleep quality, energy, anti-anxiety, antidepressant, helping to lower access serotonin, access to the serotonin antagonist. And uh, so it does have a lot of benefits and can help to increase your testosterone. And maybe as an experiment, you can start to use like a really high dose, like three grams, just as an experiment, not something long-term, and use betaine with it and see what kind of effect it has on your androgenic feelings and on your testosterone as well. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.